Hey, I'm Colleen Clinkenbeard, and I play Monkey D. Luffy, and you are listening to Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Bum, bum, bum. Adventurers in the realm. Follow us on grand adventures through high magic and grand swordplay. In a world ravaged by monsters, ruled by tyrants, and fought over by villains, who would dare to stand up to them? Lend me your ear, and I shall tell you. Welcome back, brave adventurers, for Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Our last episode found our heroes meeting new friends and confronting old nemesis. After leaving the city of Varesh, heading towards the sins of the past, Billy and Faerun had to come face to face with problems that they left unresolved. Will they be so quick? to leave threads untied next time. Only time will tell. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. We are heading into episode two of season two, Chronicles of the Lost Realm. I am the chronicler, of course, uh, Ray. And uh, joining me today is Chris as Faerun. Wow, I can sing a rainbow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Still and high, a day later. <laughs> Still causing trouble, shtick? Billy the Bard. Stealing my shtick. <laughs> that was it's, good shit, man. It's a very nice shtick. <laughs> hey, Doc, what the fuck did you give him? <laughs> a little bit of Maui Wowie and a little bit of Labrador. <laughs> Speaking of which, we are joined by, quote-unquote, the doctor, <laughs> Crow, <laughs> who is played by Scott. Simply a little bit of opium and some distilled lotus flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be the voice of reason in all of this is our uh, wizard-slash-mage, Melwid. It looked like a little bit of touch of the Irish this morning. It's a good wake-up. and shaking her head in the back of the wagon wishing she could just murder all of them and steal whatever they have is uh crap forgot name (laughs) bad dm uh let me see here oh valhana you'd think i would remember that it's one of my favorite places valhalla but uh a little twist on that so that's played by katie don't go in the shadows because you might find me whether you come out alive or dead is not my problem. <laughs> Perfect. And all of our Stumble Crew, well, the two members of the Stumble Crew, because the other ones are still kind of new, have found themselves in an interesting predicament, something they passed up a long time ago when we first started, in that a cult has uh, taken hold in a small unnamed village, just a, a small farming community, that once was plagued by an ogre 
that they made snackrifices to. That's right, a snackrifice. That's where you offer up a sacrifice to be eaten. And word got out to other giants of the realm who, in hopes of getting a free meal, have also moved into the area. Now, the, the small farming community is overrun with cannibalistic giants. Won't somebody think of the children? <laughs> hey, wait a minute, man. The, the touch of the Irish. I don't remember getting touched by Irish. Did you touch me? We'll discuss that when you're more awake. <laughs> wow, I'm sleeping. <laughs> Billy just you knocks. Don't. Billy just knocks for run unconscious at this point. Yeah, <laughs> you better roll a high strength check. <laughs> you don't remember falling down the stairs <laughs> on your bum? All right. So actually, black eye I mean, I, ran into a door. I, I, I could cast sleep, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to hit everybody else, too. Well, everybody get a nice little nappy nap before the and giant. Re and regarding the Irishman, I'm a wizard, not a priest. Damn, I can't be put to sleep. Ah. I, I get that reference. That that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so what I would like, what I would like uh, Farrah to do is go ahead and roll a Constitution save um, as the quote unquote medicine <laughs> begins to wear off. Uh, oh, that's gonna get that headache. <laughs> I believe my con's only plus two. Fourteen. <laughs> Okay, um, so I'm still high. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna ask Crow here. What is your spell save DC? Um, that would be my cleric. So fourteen. Fourteen. Well, you you met the spell save DC. So I'll say that you are in fact starting to sober up, and it actually does take the hangover with it. Um, however. You kind of feel a little bit itchy. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, what the hell was in that stuff? That's, uh, I feel like I need a shower. I'm sorry, it is patent medicine. Trade secret. <sighs> Got any it's more? Family secret recipe of 23 herbs and Oh, spices. I have plenty more. No, good. I may need it later. Didn't he tell us what was in it at the beginning of the episode? <laughs> I told you guys. I didn't tell the characters. Oh, I know. That was out of character. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it only takes you about a half a day on your um, horse-drawn carriage there because you do have four horses pulling it. Um, Melwood is by himself. Well, not by himself. He's traveling with the group, but on his own uh, horse and uh, pack. You said pack mule is coming yeah, with you mule. as well? Yep. Okay. And you come to a very familiarish area that kind of, you could tell it used to be a large uh, cornfield, but the corn has since been hacked away and, and the ground looks kind of dry and unkempt and uh, Farron and Billy, you both recognize that this was where you heard that chanting so long ago. Uh, add, a, add a character real quick before we get really deep into this. Uh, number one, do we ever get the cloak back from Hillman? Yes. <clears throat> okay, so we have the red cloak and I have that other cloak. 
from Baba Yaga as well. Um, yes, yes, you do. I'm daring to assume that the, the Blighted Crow probably wouldn't wear one, but I have a pretty sneaking suspicion that the mage would, and I'm expecting that the assassin, who is the uh, uh, envoy to the Raven Queen, probably looks like the envoy of the Raven Queen, and we might want to hide those features. So, I'm thinking maybe we should give the cloaks to those two during this travel, and while Ferran's sober. (laughs) (laughs) That's up to y'all. I'm just the lowly chronicler. Do whatever you want. Billy's currently driving. Uh, I'm wearing a pretty nice cloak. Now these these are the cloaks of Baba Yaga, like like the ones Billy and I wear. Did and... he actually tell us that when he identified it? Because otherwise, we never identified them. Well, we're still out of character. I'm setting this up before we get into the story, so that way we can get into the story. Well, the the Raven Queen did actually tell you guys that they were that they belonged to Baba Yaga. Like uh, we know that, but he, Billy Billy's meaning that we didn't tell the rest of the group. Oh yes, okay, that's fair. <laughs> so, I have a Raven Queen amulet. What does that do again? Is it really fucked up? I don't amulet? know. I'm just a chronicler. I don't know these things. Well, Ferran is definitely going to offer one to uh, Valhana. I've got no problem wearing one. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, I did just look it up. (laughs) I would suggest maybe the crow take it since I can hide. Fair enough. Uh, What what are the colors that are left? I know I got red from, from Hillman's old cloak. What was the other one? Green. No, I'm wearing the green. There's red, green. Second asshole. <laughs> There's red, green. Black. Black. And I want to say there was a blue one. Okay, so it's the blue one and the red one. Who wants what? We're, well, yeah, we'll say blue. Even if, I don't care, listeners, even if I did say a different color way back in episode one, season one. <laughs> I'm changing it to blue. <laughs> it's pink with yellow polka dots. Indeed. <laughs> so who who wants what color? I'll take the red. I figured you would. And blight, I think blue is your color. It matches your eyes that I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> the cloak that I wear is very, very powerful. It has very powerful protection mag- magic on it already. Mage, you want to tell him? Uh, actually, I'm not in the right spot, so I need to I need to find out what it's doing too. <laughs> okay. Well, I was on Baba Yaga herself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the assassin don't want one, and the doctor don't want one. I'll put it back in my ba- my uh, my bag of holding. But uh... did any of us roll high enough to actually know what these things do? Oh, uh, no. that's right. Hey Ray, uh, no, before, the, uh... before he before he puts it away, I'm going to expend a spell slot and cast. Identify on that cloak. Okay, it's a cloak of Baba Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what uh, it is. How about an arcana? <laughs> oh, what about an arcana? <laughs> but what does it do? Yeah, let's Don't check this out. With a, the spell identify? No. Wow. It's actually not a magic item. Oh. They are artifacts, and the only one who knows what these artifacts do is Baba Yaga herself. 
so she must be questioned. That's a, that's a side quest that they're also on, is to find Baba Yaga in her dancing hut. So my identify spell just kind of explodes. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we can do that. All right. Look, I'll, I'll save you the effort. They're, they're supposed to be very, very protective and, and almost armor-like, and some sort of trigger word makes them do something very powerful. But we don't yep. know what that is yet. Almost yeah. armor-like, but we don't get a bonus to our, DC, our AC. <laughs> yet, until we learn that goddamn trigger word. So you exactly. want it or not? Uh, I'll pass. Into the bag of holding. <laughs> Into the bag of holding it goes. Nobody okay. wants blue. <laughs> I mean, I'd have taken a green if there if it was available, but... I'm wearing no. green. Look, I got stuck with the black cloak. Look, does it really bother you that much? I'll take the black. Here's the damn green. No, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, there you go. Sorry, continue. Continue. We we worked that out while we were traveling. <laughs> Did Melwood have anything to say about this? I've got the red one. <laughs> awesome. So he's happy, he's happy with being the Red Ranger. It used to, it, it used to be on a halfling, so I'm envisioning like you, you remember like in the '80s, the tennis players that had the uh, the the sweaters tied around their neck. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like that moment. It looks like that momentarily, then it adjusts size. Yeah. <laughs> I like how this show this show spends ninety percent of its time pulling a Family Guy, where we constantly refer to other stuff. <laughs> and suit. And suit. So, nah, I, I'm good friends with Seth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wish I was. Should, uh, so, should I explain what this is? Or just let them guess what the hell's going on? It's up to no. You. That's your business. If you want to tell them what the brooch is, you can. But that's up to you. It's your business. Nah, it's not my damn business. It's Queen's business. There you go. <laughs> that's the spirit. Alright, so you're standing right, anyway. in this uh, cornfield that's all barren, except for a few stalks that straggled behind um, the ground is all arid and messed up 21 on an investigate investigation check okay you are you're kind of wandering around and you notice that um, this isn't from magic or anything like that this is just straight up the people stopped tending to it but you can see with all the footprints and everything that they they did in fact harvest it before they stop taking care of the field. Um, everybody, this is going to be crazy on MRPG, but everybody roll perception checks, please. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 12. Worst ranger ever. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> Something just happened. I, I'm. You're too sober. Damn it! For, All right, for on, for on a major to complimenting him on how he looks in that rope in that uh, yeah. cloak. All three, all three of you are kind of standing in the wagon, like wrapping yourselves in the cloak and kind of turning back and <laughs> forth, like, 
Oh, <laughs> damn fine. Uh, Bill, Billy's, bu- Billy's busy, Billy's busy with his investigation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as all this is going on, the, the two of, of uh, you, Crow and Valhana, you both hear in the very far distance the sound of a gong, a very large gong ringing. Did anybody else hear that lo- that gong? I Wait, did. What, what gong? Huh? <laughs> Listen closer. Who's been back in the doctor's medicine? <laughs> Damn it! And he hands it back to the doctor. <laughs> when, when he points it out, you all kind of stand there for a second. Sure enough, you hear a second gong far off in the distance. Um, you have to cut through this barren cornfield is uh, the direction that it's coming from. How tall are the stalks that are that are still remaining? Like, is there uh, any type of coverage, or is it almost like going through a, a field? No, it, it's it's bare. There's it wouldn't provide any cover. Shit. So we're fucking idiots if we go that way. Yeah, but at the same time, I get the distinct impression that's a dinner bell. I know how to spell trap. It's T H I S. Again, hate to to agree with the uh, bard, but uh, we're getting set up here. But at the same time, if we ignore this again, somebody else is going to be eaten. So I think we have to actually spring the trap. Okay, so who's who's the uh, fighter? There's no crying, right? No, there's no crying. We we have like a paladin fighter type, right? Uh, You uh, go first. I'm a ranger. Hey, guess what you guys don't have? That's what tanks are for. <laughs> Believe it or not, I may not look it, but I am very combat ready. That's an assassin. It's the nose, isn't it? <laughs> I can name. smell danger, I suppose. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I can smell nothing with your mask on. <laughs> as much, I can smell flowers, thank you. As, as much as you three are entertaining, I'm going to defer to... The girl who can probably kick all your asses. What were you saying? Out of character, or as my character? As your character, you you were saying something, and Ferran's curious into your insight. <laughs> oh, I asked uh, Ray if I could hear crying, and I said that I could hear it too. Oh, okay. Do you? Yeah. Hear, does she hear yeah, the crying? No, there was no crime. Okay. What do you what do you think, Valhana? Or at least not. Do you think do you think we go straight in or do you have like I maybe a uh I should probably investigate. Without question, some... but should we go straight forward in or do you know of any roundabout ways of getting where we need to go? Investigate. I already investigated. You guys look back at Billy and he's kinda of spawned a detective's hat and a uh, the, the little Sherlock Holmes pipe using prestidigitation. <laughs> Where the hell did you get that? Do <laughs> I know it's a very strange looking outfit. Any like side trails to get? You know, you've spent almost your entire life in the Feywild training for this moment. Well, not this moment, but this point in your life. As with many of the other Feywild children. Nope, there's no real way around it. As as Ferran as Ferran unloads the uh, the dart that he had loaded into his hand crossbow, aimed at Billy, 
<laughs> he says. I mean, go ahead. All Come right. On, your character wouldn't even understand that reference. No, he's just annoyed by you. Um, I guess there's nothing to it but to do it. Um, better, better. I think I think we should uh, do this correctly. I think uh, Val Valhanna and myself up front. I would put uh, Billy and the doctor behind, and then bring it up the rear. I would bring our mage because we're gonna have to keep him protected. Artillery to the rear. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Does that sound like a plan? Little bastards up front, big ones in back. Yeah. I won't right. call him a little bastard, though. All right, good. We as long as we all agree on that. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> as you it, it, it does allow me to heal everyone. You from behind. And don't the wizard ever, from the front. Don't don't ever talk about doing anything behind me. <laughs> just, just I already said it. I'm not a priest. I already I already have my leeches picked for you, Federer. There is no turn your head and cough in this. <laughs> oh my god, let's just go already. Yes, let's do this. He's got uh, some leeches all prepared for you. Beautiful. Um, all right, you guys begin to head in. You make it through the cornfield, and probably, I'll say, a mile through some rolling hills, providing a little bit of cover. Which the gong is? noise, the gong noise gets louder, and you kind of come up the the crest of a of a hill, and you can see what appears to be like adobe style mud square hut houses if you will and there is a large from where you can see there's a road that goes through the center of the town and at the end of the road there's a large staircase that leads up to the side of uh, the mountain where it's kind of flat been flattened out and you see a procession of people all dressed in robes that are the color of stone and there are four uh, children well, I say children. They're they're probably in their late teens, in between two rows of these people, and they're all heading up the stairs. And what you notice about the children is that they're all decorated in like this very intricate and ornate um, body paint, and they have garlands of garlic and onion and carrots around their necks as they're getting marched up these stairs. Um, Very Joe versus the volcano. Kind of, sort of. Um, Valhanna, you hear the unmistakable sound of crying at this point. <clears throat> How many people are crying? Four. The four teens. What do you hear? There's four people crying. It sounds like they're pretty miserable. I think we need to go to him. What's your assassin ears here? <laughs> oh, these specific people I can't kill. These are people that the queen wants. The, the sacrifices are, are what you're here for? No, I'm not here to kill them. That's what I mean. You're here to save them. No, I'm not here to save them either. 
<laughs> well, I can't touch the queen's property. I'm, I'm just here to see the aftermath. I'm going to save them. Who's with me? Yeah, I don't know how to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to save them. Who's with me? I might as well get this over with. Oh, what the feck? I'm in. <laughs> Perfect. All right, how do we want to do this? Do we want to just barge in, because that always works for us before, or do we want to try to actually stealth this one? Well, Faron, you're inspired. Yay! So have that one D8 for whatever the hell you want to use it for. Nice. I'm inspired to... Let's see here. Uh, I want to roll a perception looking at that perception. Mm-hmm. I want to see if there is a person that seems like they're in charge. Hey, uh, da, da, will, will, da. Just call him mage. That's what I do. <laughs> it's really simple if you stop and think about it a moment. Melwood. 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 I don't oh. know this shit. <laughs> Melwood. Melwood, you're inspired too. You get a 1d8 to whatever the hell you want. Awesome. Um, before we go charging in and doing all kinds of craziness, I need everybody to roll initiative. Well, I was trying to avoid that, but that didn't work. Oh, this is just to help organize who says what they're doing in what order, and it's it's not a it's not for combat. All right, I'm natural twenty. All right, hold on. Aaron, thirteen. Where's my initiative? Val, Anna got a what now? On that twenty. Nice. Okay. Oh, that's right. The initiative is just D twenty. Yeah. I'm looking for a plus left. Billy's not super helpful. Seven. <laughs> Seven. Joe, okay. yeah, I'll be the one last, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Crow, what did you get here? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. So Valhana is the one kinda that's able to make her move first. Um, but you guys definitely, you know, I'm not going to interject with plan making. So go ahead and, and make your plans. I just wanted to get some initiative rolled up. All right. So at least we know that again, do we want to, do we want to try to sneak this or do we want to go balls, balls out and just uh, try to save these kids as fast as we can? Well, we see the I'm kind of hoping we can get these kids out of this before we even face the Giants. Oh, um, let's try and grab the kids, get them out fast, uh, fast as we can. Uh, Melwood, you'll proc a... You don't have Fireball by chance, do you? I might be able to come up with something. <laughs> As he takes a drink of whiskey. <laughs> the biggest, flashiest, most fuck you spell you have. Proc it. Did, 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 what about the children? He's not gonna fire it at the kids. He's gonna actually, fire actually, it. Actually, I am. I'm actually, gonna fire it right over the little shits. <laughs> I'm going to sculpt it. They're not going to be tarmed. 
You can do that? Oh, yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Hillman couldn't do that. <laughs> I don't think Hillman remembered. <laughs> I don't think Hillman remembered he was Hillman. Um, as they're talking about that, I'm loading a gold dart into my hand crossbow. There's a fucking gold one, too? Yeah, there's yep. a gold one. Um, okay, well, I... really don't I... want to know what that one does. I'm kind of curious. I gotta find the chart for those again, because... <laughs> <laughs> I wrote them all down somewhere, and, uh... I don't remember where they Billy went. Get, just so y'all know, Billy gets viscerally, viscerally uncomfortable whenever Ferun pulls out one of those darts. Because every single one of them that has actually done something has been so fucked up. <laughs> He's not wrong. And I mean, I'm going to aim it at the lead guy of the, of the procession heading towards the church. Like, away from the kids, but towards like the lead guy. I'm hoping to hit him and it'll draw the other people to us and maybe give uh, Millwood a uh, clear shot with his fireball rather than trying to pinpoint around the children. We don't know, actually know if it's fireball yet, but we're hoping. <laughs> that's that's my thought process, my plan of attack. Plus, I'm um, curious to see what one of the parts do. I need like 10 seconds to look up what what book was that in? Volos. Um, so that's what. All right, Faron is shooting the head procession with a gold dart. Um, what is everyone else's actions while we're while I'm searching this? I was going to cast unseen servant and tell it to go untie the ropes. Okay, from the the. Uh, Teens? There yes. we go. <laughs> Forgot what I was sacrificing. <laughs> <laughs> so with these crying kids, I'm just attracted to being around them. I don't focus on anything else. I need to be within 30 feet. Okay. That's all I care about. That's all you care about. That's fair enough. Um, By the way, and I do Bill have uh, bracers of archery, which we have never actually determined what they do for like my crossbow skills. <laughs> uh, I can't see. I mean, really, is a crossbow it. archery? Come on. <laughs> it is kind of cheating. Yeah. <laughs> a point and shoot. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll just go with. Uh, it does say that the bracers are are more intended for bow use. Um, but I'm pretty lenient like that, so it'll give you a plus two to damage and attacks made with, uh, bows. So, crossbow counts. Okay. Because I'm easy going like that. That works for me, just so I know. Uh, all right. Um. That way I can add it to my roll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the poisons readily available. And I cannot seem to find my PDF of bolos. So, no idea. Think what of that poison. 
Think, think <laughs> of something nasty and roll a dice. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, what does what does gold do for space orcs? <clears throat> well, it, it's not my first action if we're going by initiative, so I'm, I'm holding on on rolling. That's oh, you're waiting for someone else to do something. Well, unless I'm allowed to go to go, it's it's not my first start in initiative. I didn't have the highest roll. Well, the way I'm going to run this is kind of like a surprise round because nobody knows that you guys are there as of yet. Um, so I'm just going to let everybody kind of say what they want to do, and then we're we're going to go for it. Okay. How far away, how far away from us are they? Um, I'd say probably from where you are to the top of the stairs is probably about 300 feet. Oof. Well, I'm not. I'm no help. Will my will my dart even reach that? <laughs> yeah, even I'm gonna have to get a little bit closer. All right, gold. I just need to get rid of that gold. Oh wow. Okay, that'll be fun. <laughs> what is the range uh, of my cro- my hand crossbow? Can I even do a shot from this far away? Um, I believe it is, but it would be at. Um, disadvantage, but let me flip real quick here to crossbow. It's uh, which one is it? The light hand crossbow. Hand crossbow is a range of let's see, thirty to one hundred and twenty. So you would, but it would it would be at disadvantage. Well, they haven't discovered us yet. I say we sneak in a little closer. Yeah. If you guys want to roll, um, everybody wants to roll a stealth check, you can begin to kind of sneak into the town through the houses and whatnot and get, get closer to the base of the stairs. All right, hand signal only. Oh, okay. We're, we're rolling already. Oh, my. Okay. 23. Hand signals only. Wow. 20. Holy crap. What'd you get? 20. Holy. And then there... And, and then there's... there's, there's and then there's no. the Irishman. <laughs> we are some stealthy motherfuckers, and then there's the Irishman. Maybe I should have gotten off of the horse. <laughs> I shouldn't have worn my tap dancing shoes. Damn this broken oh. glass. You didn't say nothing about walking there. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, all right, so let me roll... I'm just going to do a group persuasion for the whole group because there is a lot going on. <laughs> okay. Despite the fact that Melwood is not exactly the the sneakiest of characters, the people are so enraptured with what's happening that they, they really don't notice you guys coming along. And you manage to get, uh, we'll say within, you're about... A hundred feet from uh, Farron's target, so your crossbow would be fired normally. Um, the stairs itself is probably 80 feet long, stretching up to this platform. And when you guys are all getting in and you're, you're getting ready to fire, you can hear 
the footsteps of something very large coming from this low mountainside heading towards the flat one, the flat parapet, you know, heading, heading to this uh, plateau. Um, so everybody go ahead and, and make your move. Ferrand, Ferrand hands it, gestures for everybody to get ready, takes aim, and fires. <laughs> 22. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, this is about to be bad. I telepathically tell the unseen servant, untie the ropes. Okay. Your unseen servant heads in to do such, as this is all happening at the same time. So this unseen servant starts running towards the the teams to untie the ropes as this gold arrow, slow motion, flies through the air. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's everybody else doing? Hang on, hang on. Closest enemy that hasn't attacked yet. Um, say like 30, 20, 20 feet. 20 feet. All right, I'm gonna use assassinate, and any creature that hasn't taken in com attack it in combat yet. Mm -hmm. Um, any hit I score against it is in its surprise is a critical. <clears throat> right. So. Okay, and are you? Are you doing your misty step to move that 20 feet, or are you just, like, running in? Um, can I use misty step, too? Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. Because I, I believe misty step is a bonus <clears throat> action. And I was going to use my rapier. Okay. Nice. Uh, 28. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a hit. Okay, so we know what Valhanna's doing. Faerun's taking a shot. Crow has his unseen servant going to do some stuff. Uh, Melwood, what, you, what are you up to? I'm going to drop a fireball right in the middle of the kids with scopes <laughs> on it. Right. Yep. Okay, so you're going to... you're gonna Scatter everybody away from the kids. You got it. And uh, Billy. Billy, Billy, Billy. What are you up to? 2d8. Well, I was trying to see if there was a way I could usefully use prestidigitation on, the, on here, but it's not looking like it. So... <laughs> um... I gotta check ranges here. Okay. So, just to set the scene while Billy does that so we don't have dead space here. The Unseen Servant begins running in. <laughs> this is all slow motion, everybody. The Unseen Servant racing in. Suddenly, in a puff of mist, as we saw before with the Goblin, Valhanna appears behind one of the... Um, uh, cloaked figures at the bottom of the stairs brandishing her glistening rapier getting ready to stab him the golden arrow of Faerun that's let loose firing through the air above all the teens heads heading straight for the procession leader and as that happens the small pea-sized dot of the fireball from Melwood's outstretched finger begins to detonate in slow motion expanding outwards and Billy does... Uh... <laughs> I don't hey, have anything useful for this! <laughs> he starts playing a death dirge on the hurdy <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 I, I got one better. I got one better. I start playing Fortunate Son. When danger <laughs> reared its ugly head, he bravely turned around and fled. And <laughs> <laughs> nope, okay. Nope, 
Fortunate Son by Creedence Clearwater Revival. That's what's playing right now as we're rushing the cultists. <laughs> <laughs> so the arrow strike or the the um, dart strikes true. Right <laughs> straight into, into right right into the neck of the leader, and he kind of spins around, looking very charmed. And he kind of, in a uh, language that is semi-familiar to you guys, speak, speaks in, in uh, grung. Aaron, yeah! Which means intruders. Oh, wait, and wait. just as that happens, <laughs> Billy's just rocking it out. The fireball goes, so we're going to have... Uh, we're gonna have Melwood roll his damage for fireball. Let's let's see how this plays out. Oh yes. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Um, Bahana, you're. I wish I could actually play Fortunate Son in the background without us getting copyright striked. <laughs> right. Uh, your rapier blade just shivs this guy. How much damage do you do? Twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> who immediately kind of looks back at you as a tear kind of falls out of his eye. Like, oh, Joe. Joe, did you roll your uh, Bardic Inspiration die? No. Oh, because both both you and Farun have a 1d8 to do whatever the hell roll you want. Yeah, we kind of lifted a little bit of the restrictions on it. Like, you could just apply it to, you can apply it to your spell damage if you'd like. Alrighty. Yeah. Well, Technically, we'll, you're supposed to announce it before you roll, but we'd work a little cavalier about it. because yeah, I, I didn't think that was going to be in there, so I didn't. Yeah, that's fine. We, so we do stuff a little... A 41 instead. Because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't fireball. <laughs> the best laid plans. So, um, yeah, you... Vahana, you see this guy shed a tear as you shank him and the life begins leaving his body. So for the split second that we make eye contact, I'm like staring deep into his soul and the amulet that I'm wearing kind of glimmers for a quick second. Mm-hmm. So, and then I chuckle and just slide him off my rapier. <laughs> for, that, for that brief moment that all of that happens, everybody can... Not super loud, but it's it's loud enough that over the chaos of all of this, you all kind of hear the sound of a raven caw for a moment. And um, he slides off your rapier nice and easily, dead. Um, the fireball detonates. Uh, Crow, what were you doing in all of this nonsense? I sent, I sent the unseen servant. That's right. So while this fireball is detonating, your unseen servant is untying the kids who are just blown away by what's happening. Every single person within the radius of Melwood's fireball ignites into flame and begins screaming in tortured agony as they all turn to ash. Welcome <sighs> to Nam, kiddies. Because <laughs> Napalm sticks to kids. Ferran stands up. Kids, run now. <laughs> they all kind of with their hands unbound they look at all of you and look look at it, the whole scene and begin running up the stairs no the other way <laughs> away 
away. <laughs> Before those people go into ashes, can I collect what? No, it's no. too quick. No, okay. Because um, it all ha- this all happened at the same time. Okay, and the kids get to the top of the stairs just as the thunderous footprints or footsteps uh, get to the platform here. And you see the form of five stone giants. Oh, just five. <laughs> just five. Damn it. I was hoping to avoid this. And they kind of look at everything going on. And they kind of push the kids out of the way and uh, look down at all of you. And the quote-unquote leader of them kind of steps forth. And in Giant, does anyone speak Giant? I have tongues. We have never really determined. Hang on, hang on. Let me figure out how tongues works real quick. I know I speak Goblin. That's about it. I'm pretty (laughs) sure I just cast it. Uh, tongues. Creature you touch understands any spoken language it hears. When it speaks, any creature that knows at least one language can hear and understand it. No, that's fair. <laughs> you was able to do your, something. <laughs> on yourself, I'm guessing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> He's our translator. Crow, Crow's over here scribbling like, why, yes, I do speak Italian, <laughs> as a matter of fact. <laughs> no, I, was, I, I, I do have three of my choice, but I... No, I'm not going to be a cheater. <laughs> so, Billy, you hear the, the giant uh, call out in a, a booming voice, You have taken away our food. This cannot go unpunished. You have entered our lands and have trespassed. Now we will spread to other villages. In fact, that city we've been eyeballing to the north, that seems quite delicious. Oh, you uh, you translating this? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, translate translating it, but uh, before he translates it, Billy kind of shouts back at the giant. Why don't you come and say that to my face? <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Well, you know, I really don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fan club for that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the, cl- I'm the club president. Want to join? I, I'm sorry. Were you under the impression that you were supposed to like Billy? <laughs> uh, where are we at here? What is their initiative? Do, 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 do. There's, a, there's a reason Billy's name is a pun, and it's because he hates them, and it's a punishment. <laughs> okay, so first up in this order, after Billy entices them to come on down and get them some, Valhanna, you are first with a 20. Are they down in front of us? Or no, they're standing up on the, the, the platform. They, from you, they are about 60 feet away. What, what the party doesn't know is Billy's in the middle of a Vietnam flashback right now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Look out for Charlie's up in the trees. Are there any shadowy places around? Higher or lower? Higher. Up on the platform up above, there is a shadowy little outcropping where the sun hasn't quite come up enough to... Is that within 30 feet of us? No, it's about 60 feet away. You would have to run (laughs) to get within 30 feet. I guess I'm just going to give a dirty look to the guy that said (laughs) us. I scowl at him with a motherly glare. 
Okay. Well, you can move closer. You don't have any ranged weapons at all. Uh, I have a short bow. I guess something is better than nothing. I guess I'll use that. <laughs> Twenty. Twenty is a hit. Awesome. So it, your arrow sticks out of his rock-colored skin. He kind of looks at it and snaps it off, but he does take the damage. Eight. Eight. All right. Oh, neat. I didn't look at their hit points. This is going to be fun. <laughs> um, this is all your fault if you die. This is your fault. Um, next up would be Farron and the Giants themselves. Farron has a green and an orange dart left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. thinking green. At the lead ass. Okay. So go ahead and... Uh... And this will be where I use my bardic inspiration if I need it. I don't need it. Nice. So the arrow, the the dart sticks into the giant's upper thigh, we'll say. <gasps> no. It kinda he looks down at it for a moment, pulls it out, throws it on the ground, looks directly at you, and you see him like move his upper body move like he wants to come after you, but his legs don't work. He's kind of looks very confused why he can't move forward. And then you see him make a standing jump. And he's... And he's stuck in place. Nice! I kind of like that one. He can only move except to climb or make standing jumps. Good! He's in one place. Yep, so he is immobilized. Um, The other four, however, come down the stairs very quickly... Um, they have a, where, where's my, I'm looking at the grung. Um, they have a 40 foot movement, so they cannot make it all the way down the stairs. Um, but they do make it close enough that they can begin pitching rocks at you guys. Um, Uh as that is a range of 60 feet. Um, Billy, Billy's going to hit the, uh, giant with suggestion. And uh, he's going to tell him, tell your friends to stop uh, attacking. Well, Billy can't do that until his turn. When my <laughs> turn comes around. <laughs> uh, so first up, we're going to go, Valhanna, what is your armor class? 16. Huh? 16. 16? So, yep, that's a hit. I apologize for this ahead of time. This... Rather large size rock smashes into you, and you take 17 points of damage, and you must make a strength saving throw. I did not pass. Uh, So you are knocked prone by this large stone. Uh, Billy, another one comes flying at you. You take, oh, that one's bad. Hang on. You didn't even ask armor class. Didn't need to. <laughs> oh, that's never a good thing to hear. <laughs> is, is your armor class a 
above a 27? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotcha. take... You take 30 points of damage and must make a strength saving throw. Uh, okay, I'll make the strength saving throw, but uh, I don't have 30 hit points. Oh, shit! Uh, and while, while we're doing that, while you're making your strength saving throw, the doctor might get some work. <laughs> it's a four. Oh yeah, so you're definitely knocked prone. <laughs> uh, How, that, was, that was that was thirty points of damage. Yes, Melwin, what is your armor class? Fifteen uh, hit points are plus a red cloak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he he rolled a thirteen. That will not hit. Um, yeah. You narrow, narrowly dodged that one. And lastly, Farron, what's your armor class again? Sixteen. 16. Okay, so you get hit with a stone. God damn it. I'm a, my hit points are at negative 7, and I definitely failed that strength check. Uh, let's see. What is that? 17, 24, 33 to Faerun. Jesus H. Christ. I feel like I got one. And, yeah, you did, because <laughs> the damage roll was low. And uh, I need you to make a strength saving throw, sir, to see... If you remain standing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, DC 17 is needed. So, yes, you are knocked prone as well. Um, the good doctor sees all of this <laughs> going down. The leader is still so entranced by the fact that he's stuck in place that he does not throw a stone. Um, and then we can move on from the murder spree. And actually, Crow, you are next with an 11. All right. Um, well, I guess my first action is going to be, since Billy's down, I guess I'm going to have to use an Eldritch Blast. <laughs> What's that have to do with it? Oh, since Billy's dead, I'm going to use Eldritch Blast. Because I can use a healing spell on a bonus action. <laughs> I know. Giving you crap, man. <laughs> I know. It was weird you got, the way you, you got presented to admit, that. The timing for that was great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I mean, I agree with this course of action. <laughs> the bard is dead. Attack the guys. <laughs> definitely hit. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. That's definitely hit. <laughs> Uh, so go ahead and roll your damage. Yep. Eldritch Blast is D10? Yes. I think it's 2D10 for your level. Oh, yeah. I can't remember for sure. So roll Oops. another one. Another one. <laughs> so 8 damage. 8 whole damage. Sweet. And then I will give Billy a healing word. <laughs> you shouldn't die, Billy. <laughs> Can I choose the word? Can I choose the word? <laughs> Stupid! <laughs> Billy, you are now at five hit points. Yay! <laughs> Billy's roused from his slumber. Ouch! And Billy, Billy, it's your turn. And, and uh, Crow, are you moving or? Uh, 
Yeah, I'll move right. ten feet forward. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my suggestion and tell the leader to tell his buddies to stop attacking. <laughs> okay. He's he gonna... uh, has to make a wisdom saving throw. How do you do that without teeth? Stop hitting us! What is your uh, spell save DC? Seventeen. Oh yeah. Okay. So you use your suggestion. Um, he said the leader calls out to his uh, kinfolk. Stop! Wait. I think the little one might have something to say. <laughs> and <laughs> that's what you have to say. And if Billy, Billy is Billy is like, you make a good counterpoint, and kind of just flops down. <laughs> that was so simple. they they have temporarily stopped attacking. <laughs> Um, Melwin. You're up for a run. Billy's not going to be very helpful at this point. <laughs> I'm not doing much better. <laughs> I'm prepped, but I'm holding since they're not attacking. Okay. So that I can just, I'll just go when I feel it's necessary. Fair enough. <clears throat> um, back to Valhana then, since Melwood is holding. So, with my little amulet. Mm hmm. I'm going to sprout some black wings and back the fuck up 30 feet. <laughs> okay. Good call. So, yeah, she sprouts two raven-like wings, and with a quick, you know, gust with the wings, she propels herself back 30 feet and lands, let's say, over by Billy. That sounds good. Uh, Farron, you're up. And... <coughs> Ron gets up, cracks his neck, looks at the leader, and as persuasive as he can, says, me versus you, loser leaves. <laughs> Roll persuasion. 1v1 me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt this will work. <laughs> Ferran's about the shadow of the Colossus, this freaking <laughs> giant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, how do he, you do it with te without teeth? <laughs> let's he, let's uh, do this. He lets out a, a belly laugh. You can't possibly hope to defeat me. Boys, um, as as he as he says that, I shoot the last dart at him. <laughs> Perfect. And, and I throw a fireball. Nice. What color was the dart? Orange. Orange. <laughs> and it's a twenty-two, sir. Oh, you gotta be freaking kidding me! Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Should have took the deal. Talk about saving best for last. <laughs> oh, fuck. Is that the Michael Bay arrow? Oh, please be the Michael Bay arrow. It kills a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, go ahead and, Melwood, you can uh, roll your fireball damage. 
And I'm assuming you're not protecting anybody, so... <laughs> yeah, they're over there. <laughs> so, 29. 29 to... Probably. Yep. Alright. So that would be... Okay. These two took... And then these guys are all at 29. Okay, well done, sir. Well done. The arrow hits... The leader. The poison flows through his veins. <laughs> you see his pupils dilate. And he lets out a horrific scream as he suddenly becomes frightened by its allies and begins flailing his great club wildly. At them. At them. Yes! <laughs> but he's currently frozen in place. Exactly. <laughs> so he's kind of doing a whirlwind attack against all of his friends. And uh, plus nine. Yep, that's, that's a hit. 3d8 plus six. And he does 12 damage to... Oh, no, wait. 18 damage to all of his friends. Uh, where are the kids, by the way? <laughs> They're all up at the, the top platform out of the way. Didn't, they get, didn't they get knocked off here. of there? No, they just got pushed out of the way. Oh. No, they're still up there. They, they're they still good to go. Because I'm thinking this is a perfect time for us to, you know, advance forward and reverse. And I'm thinking these kids need to come with us. <laughs> advance forward and reverse and I make that abundantly clear to the kids <laughs> now's the, our chance to leave come on <laughs> the giants at this point begin interfighting and the it's like a scene from the three stooges they're all kind of like walloping each other now so for one turn, they all kind of beat the crap out of each other, and they are not—they are not looking very good. So all I'm going to do is I'm going to roll this, which it's not a crit. That's all I really cared about. I'm going to do this and times it by five. Twelve, seventeen times five is what? A lot. <laughs> uh, math. Hold on, seventeen. Like 85. 85, yeah. They, two of them actually kill each other. Yay. The other ones are extremely bloodied and <laughs> like gimping around. The leader was one of them to die. Oh. Um, the other ones are just kind of gimping around. They look like <clears throat> they've broken bones and they're not, they're not doing good. The kids are still cowering in fear for some reason. They don't want to come with you guys, despite Farron's best attempts. Valhana, you had only moved, so you still have your action from last time. Are you going to take it now? I'm going to shoot my short bow. Okay, go ahead and roll for that. 17. That's a hit. Some damage. 7. 7 plus... That one dies. Um, and that leads us back around to... To me. <laughs> Since I killed that one, and I was looking at it, 
Do what? Since I was killing that one, mm -hmm. and I looked at it, do I do the little thing? Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, you you do your little thingamajig. Uh, again, you all briefly hear the caw of the raven. And, um, Crow, it's your turn. Hmm. And there's one left? There's two left. There's two left. No, yeah. one left. No, you're right, you're right. There is two left. I'm sorry. I guess I will cast Tasha's hideous laughter on one of them. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I, I quit. You guys run your own game. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's your it's DC? DC of sixteen wisdom. Oh, oh, twenty. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, twenty-three. <laughs> so does that still do any? Because isn't it a radius, or is that one? No, one it's creature? one. It's one creature, and it's if it works, it works. If not, it not doesn't. Okay, so he kind of giggles for a second, <laughs> <laughs> shrugs it off. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like uh, one of them. Big dudes with the bucket head from, from Borderlands. <laughs> right. Time to die! Uh, <laughs> Billy. Alright, hitting uh, the, the same giant that uh, Crow just hit with Tasha's hideous laughter. I'm hitting that one with suggestion. Okay. Ooh, what do you uh, suggest? Telling it to kill, it, kill your buddy. <laughs> I can't make him harm himself, but I can make him harm other people. This is absolutely true absolutely true so when it runs around to his turn he will try to kill his buddy he the suggestion did in fact work so there's only one at this point now that really cares and that leads us back around to melwood yeah i'm gonna hold <laughs> <laughs> i'm not Damn gonna it. use magic that dude looks like he's ready to just fall over somebody hit him <laughs> Somebody go sneeze on that. Uh, Valhana. There's one more standing, right? One more. There's there's two standing. One of them is under orders to beat the crap out of its friend. So there's one that still wants to fight the party. I'm going to shoot my bow at the one that's wanting to fight us. Okay. Keep in mind, if you kill the one I ordered the ordered the one to kill, that's my spell ends. Don't worry oh, about I it. Love, I don't know if that hits. What'd you roll? An eleven. An eleven is not a hit, unfortunately. So your your arrow kind of flies to the side. Um, Baron, back to you, sir. Uh, I go after the charmed one. How, how far away are they? No, don't 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 attack it. Okay, I'd go after the non-charm one. How far away are they? <laughs> At this point, it's about 30 feet. Good. Uh, you know my patented move? <laughs> the, the, the one, the, Yeah, the one Ukma, <laughs> like, tried to steal from me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> and why am I grabbing my mouse like I rolled dice that way? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Favorite runs up. First Does sword is a 19. That is a hit. Second sword is a 20. That is also a hit. 
Yay, so <laughs> I get to do damages. Damages with the dices. So, uh, let's see here. 2D6. Sounds dicey. There Sounds you go. dicey. <laughs> Plus six. Fifteen? Fifteen. Wait a minute, how close is the other one, the charmed one, to the one I just attacked? Uh, right next to him, like five feet. And, and it's his... In other words, I could take advantage of my additional attack for the group. Don't attack the charmed one, it ends my spell. Does it? Does it have to be the charmed one for the additional attack? Yes, it has to be a separate creature. Then I hold. <laughs> okay. Uh, the charmed one turns because it's their turn now and swings at his friend. Yep. Uh, let's see. So 17 plus 6. And that does that. He swings and just clobbers the face of his friend who falls back on the stairs, narrowly missing Farron. <laughs> and just kind of lays, lays there bleeding out of a bloody nose. Now can um, I do my additional attack? <laughs> yes! <laughs> no, I'm asking a DM with yeah. the first one dropping. Yeah, you can, you can do your additional attack now. Yay! Then I stab at the one, 25. Yep, that's it. And he takes, or she takes, 12. <laughs> yeah, we've learned from Smash that looks can be deceiving. <laughs> All right, he's he's not charmed anymore, but he's definitely looking a little worse for wear. Um, and we are moving on to Crow. Skull! Skull! <laughs> oh, God, you guys are taking too damn long on this. I'm going to throw a firebolt at him. <laughs> No cutsies. Since I've been holding the whole time, I'm just gonna firebolt this little bad this bastard. Okay. Right. Well, go ahead and roll. Well, while, while Crow's doing his thing. All right. So twenty-two to hit. That's it. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, well, this one looks like he needs a little bloodletting, and I pull off the the scabbard off my cane, revealing a very long, thin sword, black Seven as night, points. and run up and I attack. Okay, run up and make your attack. The firebolt, as you run up, kind of shoots by like a bottle rocket and smacks this thing in the chest. And it's still standing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 26. Oh, that that's is. a hit. And the damage is... Five. Five. That is over knee. Okay. So yeah, he kind of slumps down to one knee. He's not quite dead yet, but he's definitely on the verge of death at this point. Uh, Billy. Coup de gras. <laughs> Coup de gras, Billy. I, I am taking my plus one rapier and attacking the giant. That's it? An 18... Uh, I'm just imagining everyone standing around him, poking him, stabbing him. (laughs) Fucking really, six. Yeah. All right. He is 
He's definitely mortally wounded at this point, but still alive. Fucking <laughs> die already. Billy, Billy just runs up with his ra- Billy just runs up with his rapier and sinks it into the giant's foot. <laughs> Ferran grabs the bard and just starts beating the giant with the bard. Like, right. will you freaking die? Ow. 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 I'm close enough to turn up to it with my rapier, right? You can be if you move up. Okay, I'm going to do that. All right. So you move on up. Oh, yeah. That's a hit. 27. Sorry, guys. She's not using MRPG. She's rolling here in front of me. 3d6 as well. And she's doing sneak attack. And survey says? 15. 15 points of damage. And are we there? 11. There. We're there. (laughs) <laughs> so you managed to shank the hell out of this dude. Yeah, another person with another rapier. You're all just standing there poking the crap out of him until he dies. <laughs> and finally, the giant gives in and succumbs to his wounds. <laughs> can I stare that one in the soul too? Sure, you can stare that one in the soul. You hear the uh, the familiar, yet again the familiar call of the ravens. Um, let's see how many people we got playing right now. We got two sitting with me. We got a Billy. We got a Farron, and we got a Melwin. So, so that's five. Actually, that works out perfect. So all of you gain twenty nine hundred XP for this battle. Give you all a second to scribble that. Um, (laughs) So the the kids are all kind of at this point coming up to the edge of the platform, and what? Why did it? Why did you do that? Now, now the rest of the giants are going to come, and they're going to they're going to eat everybody. They said that that's what they would do. That's why we were supposed to give up our lives to keep them from eating everyone in the world. Oh, they won't be doing that. Are there that many? I don't think there's that many giants in the world to be able to eat everybody in the world. This ain't Attack on Titan. (laughs) There's there's lots more giants. They they all live deep within these mountains. If if you keep going, there's there's hundreds of villages of them. Thousands of giants of all different kinds. Well, I guess we'll handle them too. Maybe this is Attack on Titan. <laughs> so, what do you what do you guys think? Um, what do you guys think that you're going to be doing now? Are you going to be calling this one good because you saved the kids? Um, for out of out of character, these five giants are the ones causing the problem. If you decide that you want to go on a murderous rampage and genocide all of the giants in the world. That's kind of on you. They're not going to come eat more people. Um, the kids are just—they were raised to believe that if they did not sacrifice themselves, that the giants would destroy the village, which they would have. But you have taken out the troublemakers. Well, let me let me ask you this: uh, the the people that we killed before the giants came out were any of them these kids' parents? Like, are these yes. kids now orphans? Yes. Then I suggest we take these kids with us and take them back to Varesh and find them suitable homes where we, they'll know they're safe. 
Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Like, a, an yeah, orphanage. Like, like, I'm it's the only thing we can do. I don't know about Steve. you all guys, but I feel great about making some orphans. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Normally I'd be right there with you, but these parents were going to feed their children to giants. Yeah, just consider us CPS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like human resource or uh, Department of uh, Child uh, Child Services right now. Yeah, we, we're we're gonna take them and place them in foster care somewhere. It's funny because me and Ray had this joke that I'm a CMS or yeah C C S M agent for the Raven. for the Raven Queen. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> um, okay, so it sounds like Faerun's pretty <clears throat> adamant that you guys are going to go rehome these children for a small fee, probably. Um, <laughs> just a small rehoming fee. I'm a ranger, not a bounty hunter. This is, this is the <laughs> honorable thing to do. I'm not going to leave these kids out on the street thinking that giants are going to eat them. This is true. Well, is everyone else in agreement? Yeah. Or are you guys just no, these kids are for themselves. I'm more of a whatever. I uh, call my pack weapon scabbard back to me. Okay. So that my, my sword becomes a cane again in a black puff of smoke. And I begin inspecting the children for the plague. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely say we loot the bodies before we go. I don't know. Well, I could care less about loot because I work for the Raven Queen. <laughs> okay. Um, so... To, we ran a little bit long on this episode. Um, so, well, <laughs> Crow is inspecting children. 19 on medicine. 19 on medicine. Uh, everybody's looting the bodies, which we'll handle off air. Um, and everybody kind of loads the kids up to head them back to Varesh. That's where we will uh, leave off on episode two, season two, Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Um, so let's real quick go around and Chris, where can we where can we hear more of your lovely voice? Well, right here on Chronicles of the Lost Realm, as I play the extremely agitated and annoyed Ferran. Uh, also, you can find me on Breaking the Fourth Wall podcast and Realm of the Mist podcast, heard on Realm of the Mist Entertainment, either on the YouTube channel or wherever fine podcasts are heard. Fantastic! And Billy, where are we getting more of you? You can find me on Press A Gaming Podcast every other Friday uh, as your host. And you can also find me uh, anywhere Some Sounds Dicey is uh, hanging around. <laughs> it's rolling around. <laughs> uh, uh, so, Scott, a.k.a. Crow, where can we hear more of you? Right here on Chronicles of the Ross Realm, Sounds Dicey. Nice. And um, moving on, Joe, where where can we get more of your stuff? Right here, or you can find me on Facebook under Joe Cahill, Director, Producer, or Steamhouse Entertainment. Nice. And the last, but certainly not least, our murder hobo, <laughs> the Raven Queen CMS agent. <laughs> Katie, where can we get more of you? Right here. Right here. Right here. <laughs> right here. Right here. Right now. Uh, and as for me, I'm Ray, the Chronicler. You can find me here on Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram under the same search. You can also find me on War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast, where we talk about everything Star Wars related. 
And with that, we wrap things up. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for another fantastic episode. And I just want to say well done to the players. This was a good good little murder hobo session. And we will see you all later. Have a good night. <laughs>